Hey, everybody, we're back. We're on time, huh? What do you think of that? Always be booked cruise podcast. My name is Tommy Casabona. We're here, and we're going to talk about some things today. We're going to talk about Carnival Cruise Lines. What are they doing out here? They're taking away some food, but it may not be quite as bad as we think. We're also talking about a little bit of a, uh, how can I put it, party pooperisms that they may be putting in play. Also, it depends upon where where you're coming from. You may like it. You may not. Also, we're going to talk about Martinique, that Mount Arat Mystique. And uh, I, I just made up those words. I just know that it's from the Beach Boys song, Kokomo. Hopefully, I was close. Probably was not. Also, the news we've all been waiting for. Norwegian strikes first in our hearts. And what they are doing is making it so the unvaxxed can now cruise on a major cruise line. We're all very, very excited about that because we know that the chips are going to fall, the dominoes are going to fall, whatever you want to, whatever, whatever's going to fall. A lot of things are going to fall into place, and we're going to see the other cruise lines follow suit. Also, your emails. We got some email. Back in the email game, guys, you guys came back strong with the emails, and we're all better for it. As you can see, my cold opens are not, I repeat, not in mid-season form. We're going to shake off the rust, but for now, let's start the show. Oh, we back for another one, right? <laughs> Bags are packed. Hey, Tommy, you ready? Let's go. We going in. Hey. It's the night before the cruising If I'm honest, I ain't sleeping But even if I could, I'd be dreaming About this weekend, all the fun we about to have As we taking this vacation Always be booked on our way to embarkation Cause we know what's in store Pockets and palm trees, tropical sea breeze And frozen daiquiris, oh please Thank you sir, yes I think I'll have another Please don't blow my cover, cause I'm passing on the muster Bring a lover, bring a friend, bring someone you just met It ain't snowing where we going And the good times never end Here's the five more years, drinking beers, running Pierce, thanks for giving us your ears through the laughter and the tears. But we just getting started out here. Give us a holler if you're looking, you can find us somewhere south of the Bahamas. Getting hotter as we go, cones and we united. So sound that horn because everybody's invited. All aboard and welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Always Be Booked Cruise Cast Show coming to you not quite live from sunny South Florida, Boca Raton, the Cape Compound. My name is Tommy Casabona. I am your host, and we talk cruising on this show. Like I said, it's the Always Be Booked Cruise Podcast, and we cover a lot. We cover some off-topic stuff, some on-topic stuff. This is the 2.0 version, ideally. You know, what does that mean? I don't even know what it means. All I know is that we're doing this on a full-time basis, and we're ready to roll out some real good, ideally some real good and entertaining and interesting content for you guys. Uh, Let's start with some of the housekeeping stuff that we would like to talk about uh i gotta i gotta bring up the patreon okay i know you know i'm not gonna do this long term i'm not gonna do it every show for you know i'm not gonna this is not an infomercial i get it we're gonna get into the cruise news really quickly we're gonna talk about some fun things today but i do want to mention what the deal is so we do have a patreon if you go to the website patreon.com slash always be booked that is p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash always be booked now you're gonna have two choices you can get a one show a week which is going to be on fridays and that is going to be just a it's called the wake up show it's basically a show that I start uh, your day with, and we start the day together, and it's a bit of a, like like I use the word companion a lot, and it's kind of meant to take you through your day. Now, there's also a, a version of that show that you can get every single day, 
and it only costs $8 a month. So it's a way to get daily content. We talk cruise news. We talk uh, motivation, appreciation. We have some fun. And, you know, we'll also go off the rails a little bit. If you if you are the type of person that likes the off-topic stuff where I'll dive deeper into some things that don't necessarily directly relate to cruising, I try to, I try to land the plane as much as possible. And, and related to travel or cruising in one way, shape, or form. But yeah, we will go off the rails sometimes on that show. And like I said, it's eight dollars a month, and uh, you know, it's it's also you can consider it a way to support this show, which you are getting two two days a week. Again, the format is you do the Tuesday show, which is the show that you've come to know and hopefully love. Always be built cruise podcast. Then we pick somebody and we have a conversation, and that show airs on Thursday. But again. Always be booked, uh, the, the Patreon show, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash always be booked, $8 a month. You can uh, get a daily show, a show every single day of the week. And, uh, you know, anybody who wants to sign up for that, it is very, very much appreciated. Also, we have a Facebook group, Always Be Booked Cruise and Travel Lounge on Facebook. And uh, that's where we kind of, I guess you would say, build most of our community stuff. We get a lot of uh, back and forth going through there some information questions you guys have uh we interact heavily and again like i said the show has been uh on hiatus for a while so i would imagine it's going to take a little while to get that to pick back up the way it used to roll uh but it will it will come back and it has already started to come back and i'm excited about it we got a group cruise coming up ladies and gentlemen i cannot wait for this we got about 12 strong uh we had some more people a few people did fall off i expected that you know due to the fact that we haven't been as dialed in with the show as we will be or are right now and uh, i expect we we will make a strong comeback for the next group cruise which i'm hoping will be late winter of next year and uh you know we're, we're excited because we have the allure of the seas on the next group cruise that's october 15th we're going to labadee haiti we're going to curacao and we're going to aruba pretty extended stay in aruba we get there at about i think 11 and we uh come home we we get back on the ship and head back home at about 8 p.m. And I can't tell you how excited I am for that. We have the Always Be Booked YouTube channel. I could use some help. If you are bored during the day, go over to the Always Be Booked YouTube channel. Give me some hours. Give me some views because I am out of the monetization. Not that you care about that. Tommy, what do, you, what do I care about you being out of monetization for? I get it. I understand that. But Hey, things cost money and I have to pay for them. Uh, so it's just a matter of, so what it is, is you have to have a thousand subscribers and then you have to have 4,000, uh, I think, uh, hours viewed. I don't know if that's monthly or yearly, whatever it is, whatever it is, I'm out of it. You know, so if we could just, you know, check out some of the ship tours, check out some of the interviews, check out some of the commentary, all that stuff, feel free. Um, I talked to, uh, I got a lot of good feedback and I appreciate that from everybody who listened to the interview with John Klikowski, the rooster from the ship show. And uh, I appreciate all the good feedback that I got on that. Uh, I think, I think I just spoke to him. I think I might be co-hosting with him. I think it's this or next Wednesday. I will definitely update you on that, but we're going to uh, do do a little, you know, collab with uh, John Klaikowski, the rooster. It's always a good time going on his show. The only problem with going on his show is you got to prepare your liver. You know what I mean? You got to pick a good whiskey and you got to prepare your liver 
for that show. And then what else is there? Oh, the emails. Please, guys, we do have some emails in the stun, so I, I dusted them off, and we're going to go over some of them for this week. But uh, the emails, as I always say, are lifeblood of the show, some people's favorite part of the show, some people's only listened to part of the show, <laughs> and that is uh, Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. If you have a question, concern, comment, correction, anything, any contribution to the show whatsoever, you want to get your uh, question or comment heard on the air, I will read it on always be Bo- on, on the Always Be Booked Cruise podcast. Uh, just go write me at Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. I'm back and forth with this website. So I got to tell you, I'm very, very pumped about the website and what it's going to look like. Uh, Is it, you know, is it perfect yet? No, I'm really trying to push them. So I signed up for this web development company and I always had a website, alwaysbebooked.com. And it was always, you know, something that people would check out. And I got a lot of, dare I say, negative feedback on it. People would say, you know, it's a nice website. It's kind of pretty, but it doesn't really do the job. And, you know, there are things that I want to do with a website. I always kind of said to people, do I need a website? And people would respond emphatically, yes, Tommy, you do. Why? Because it's 20 freaking 22. And I do get that. But it was like, what am I going to do with this website? What is going to be the important part? You guys know where to find me on the podcast already. You guys know where the YouTube channel is. And you guys know how to interact on the Facebook. What else am I doing? The website kind of encompasses everything together. Uh, And as I have been helping with the development of this website, I, I slowly start to realize how important a website is. And I'm excited for this thing to launch. And that's one thing I wanted to say. And I wanted to make sure that if I was going to do a website, it was going to be functional and really useful. I don't want to do anything that just checks the box, right? I don't want to, oh, you're supposed to have a website? Let's have a website. No, if I'm going to do a website and put time and energy and effort into having a website, I'm going to make sure that it is a crucial cornerstone for what the always be booked entity is as a whole. And that's what I absolutely am doing. Uh, And that's the website. So we're ready for that. I can't tell you how excited I am for that. Also, very, very excited for something that broke in the cruise news today, and that is Norwegian Cruise Lines. They drew first blood and gave us the news we are all waiting for and let us know that it is no longer required for guests to be vaccinated on board their cruise ships. And that includes all of their, you know, their whole line of cruise ships that are under them. And that, uh, who is that? That's um, Region 7 Seas. And also Oceana. So that's good. Oceana's weird. I f- I, the pronunciation of Oceana, when you read it, it's almost like a Brett Favre. Favre. The Oceana, the I becomes, that comes before the N, I believe. This is, let me cut this off. Listen, when you're talking nonsense on a podcast that thousands of people are going to listen to ideally, and you know you're just spewing nonsense, it's important to just cut it off. Just stop. Now, that's a lesson I probably need to learn a little bit more down the road, but we'll get there. We will get there. So guests that include that, that includes guests who are 12 and over. Uh, it was always that way for guests that were 12 and under. They did not need to be vaccinated, but now we're taking the big step and Norwegian is the first to do it. And it's a beautiful thing because you know all the other cruise lines are not far behind when an announcement like this comes. For what reason? Not just because they're copycats, but also because they stand to lose a lot of money. I could tell you right now there's a ton 
of people that I know of that just breathed a sigh of relief and they are going to book a Norwegian cruise today. Uh, if you are going the non-vax route and, uh, you know, you're going to have to submit a negative test. So we all know that a lot of times the negative tests are have been put to rest. We don't have to do negative tests anymore on cruises that are five days and shorter. But if you are going to go the non-vax route, you are still going to have to do a negative test. And you're going to have to produce that no more than 72 hours prior to departure. Uh, This will go into effect for voyages starting on September 3rd and all after. Uh, One important piece to pay attention to is that this rule is for Norwegian and its cruise ships and also its sister brands, as we just mentioned. You will have to adhere to all the protocols that are in place for any of the destinations that you will be visiting. So, you know, again, if Bermuda wants you to be vaxxed and you're not vaxxed, then guess what? You're not going to Bermuda. But from the Norwegian end, all is good. Also, keep in mind that the language states that you are not required to be vaxxed, right? The cruise line is still maintaining language that says they strongly recommend you to be vaxxed. Now, I'm not sure why. I'm not sure how that comes into play legally. But Norwegian is still saying that they strongly recommend that you are vaccinated for your sailing on any of its cruise lines. Now, the good old one of our favorites guy, one of our favorite guys out there, the good old fiery Frank Del Rio. He is the CEO of Norwegian Cruise Lines, and he weighed in with a statement. And he says, our long awaited revisions to our testing and vaccination requirements bring us closer in line to the rest of society, which has learned to adopt and live with COVID-19 and makes it simpler and easier for our loyal guests to cruise on our three best-in-class brands. Health and safety is our top priority, and we will continue to modify our robust sail-safe program as the public health environment evolves. The relaxation of protocols coupled with the continued easing of travel restrictions and the reopening to cruise cruises in many ports of call around the globe are meaningful and positive for our business as it reduces friction, expands the addressable cruise market, brings variety to itineraries, and provides additional catalysts on the road to our recovery. All right, so maybe I read a little bit more of Fiery Frank's uh, response there than I needed to, but hey, listen, It's always good to hear from Frank, especially when it's news like this. So just to recap, the protocols that are going into effect for Norwegian starting September 3rd are vaxxed guests 12 and over will no longer have any protocols. Okay, vaxxed, you're set. Unvaxxed guests will have to produce negative tests uh, for 72 hours prior to to your sailing guests 11 and under have no more protocols whatsoever but vaxxed guests must also remember to meet the guidelines of the port of calls in which they are visiting all right that's it big day very very happy day because we know it's only going to get better from here in terms of uh i guess easing the easing of the restrictions and protocols that are in place now Next up in the cruise news, I want to talk about Martinique. Now, Martinique is not necessarily a very popular cruise port that appears on many itineraries. But I got to tell you, we have a rule here. 
at Always Be Booked. If you are on the list of destinations that appears in the Beach Boys hit Kokomo, we're gonna cover you. We're gonna give you some we're gonna give you some love. Anyway, Martinique lifted all its COVID restrictions. That's I guess uh, on par with France in general. And uh, they are a French French governed island, so that's why that's going on. And uh, this is a, a decision that was made by the French Parliament. So visitors to the island will no longer be required to fill out any health declaration forms at any of the French worldwide destinations that fall under the French umbrella. Uh, no health permits, no proof of, proof of vaccinations of any form. All red tape will be removed as of August 1st. 2022 now what's the deal with martinique why are we even talking about martinique i get it well who cares i the thing is it's 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 called port de france i want to give it some attention and some love there is a little bit of mystique to it because it is so remote while it does exist in the cruise space it's not under any circumstances one of the first places you think about when going on a cruise destination but if i happen to be looking at an itinerary and it said martinique and all things else were equal i'd probably book that itinerary because you know it's the unknown it's it's mysterious it's you know you hear about it's a high high society living the the, a lot of the rich and famous go there so it's a place that you know for whatever reason is fairly attractive to me the cruise port is called fort de france it's located within the capital city that bears the same name, Fort de France. Uh, As mentioned, it's not one of the most popular cruise ship destinations, but through October, you will see cruise lines like Celebrity, MSC, Seaborn, and some others call there. Uh, But then as the season kicks in, you'll see many of the European lines like AIDA, Main Chief, and a lot of others sail through there. It's also a very popular port for many ultra luxe brands like Oceana, Silver Seas, and the hopefully, you know, we don't know when they're really going to start, but this Ritz Carlton yacht, I guess, cruise line is going to sail there and call there. See, that's what I'm saying. It's it's very popular amongst the people who got a little extra change in their pocket, dare I say. And I got to tell you, man, this Ritz cruise, Carlton cruise line, those ships look pristine i don't think i'll be sailing on any of them ever anytime soon i don't know if it's even going to be the cruise experience that i'd love but it does look like an amazing ship an amazing cruise line you know the ritz carlton i mean they, they, their repu- reputation precedes them when it comes to the hotels so if they're going to delve into the cruise market you know not unlike voyage virgin voyages who you know uh, virgin voyages just like ritz carlton very very experienced with a lot of expertise in a certain end of business, tourism, travel, hospitality, moving into the into the cruise space, you they know there's going to be a lot of eyes on them and they are going to have to deliver. All right, let's talk a little bit about Carnival, the fun ship, the fun cruise line, right? Thunderstruck, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Listen, I get it. I get that there's a lot of smart people at these cruise lines and I do not necessarily have the full story but they hit us right across the mouth with a myriad of new restrictions regarding food and fun that we're just going to have to deal with and we're going to list them right now I've talked about this a little bit on the wake up show but we'll dive a little bit deeper here on this particular program right now so no more 24-7 pizza whether it's the pizza pirate or wherever else they call their pizza places on their ships 
they're not going to be available 24 hours a day. Now, you know me, you know my conspiracy theories. I always feel like, you know, there's always a long line, no matter what. If they're busy, if they're not busy, they're going to keep the same amount or length of line so as to, in my opinion, deter some of the other people that would come. Because if they were just banging out pizzas left and right, they're going to have to work harder. They're going to have to go through more product. So I think that they're trying to be like, you know what? This is the pace we're going to operate at. This is the amount of product that we're comfortable, I guess, uh, you know, delivering. So we're gonna deal. With, we're gonna we're gonna go with the pace we want to go with, and you know, that's just that's just my theory on it. Now, and at first, you hear, all right, no more twenty four seven pizza. Oh, that sucks. Realistically, it's not that bad because I am a night owl. I do enjoy my cocktails, and I like to enjoy them late into the night. But even me, even someone who likes to stay out really, really late, if you're going to tell me I got till 4 a.m., I could probably make that happen. Do I really need to be running around a cruise ship eating pizza at 5.30 in the morning? You know, maybe bump into a couple of people on those, uh, whatever. Remember that threesome brawl? There was a broken down threesome that was going on. And, uh, you know, that, that's probably, it might have been over pizza. Maybe that's why they're shutting it down. But 4 a.m., well, yes, like I said, it sucks to hear that no more 24-7 pizza because anytime you get things taken away from you on a cruise, anytime it sounds like bad news, it's it's, it's a little disappointing. But 4 a.m. is manageable. Now, here's another one. Sounds bad, but may not be that bad. No more late-night buffets. Uh, they're shutting down the Lido Deck Buffet, the restaurant where you can kind of usually pull up at around 4 or 5 in the morning and maybe get some hot dogs, some burgers, whatever, uh, just to kind of mop up that booze before bed. They're not doing that anymore. But here's what they are doing. Like I said, the pizza is available till 4 a.m., and if you want food besides pizza, you can also get it in the pizza location, Pizza Pirate, whatever have you. You can get some salads there. You can get pasta. There'll be some sandwiches available in addition to the pizza at the pizzeria. So that's a good trade-off. You know what I mean? I don't know what what type of sandwiches are going to be available. I don't know what pace they're going to be giving those or distributing those to us at. Uh, but it is what it is. So you got to go there. You got to go to the pizza place. You got to wait in the line. And you have to wait for your sandwiches. And I'm, of course, you're going to have to tell them, listen, I'm hungry, man. You, you, don't think I'm going to walk away with two mushroom slices. You know, because, you know, slices, they're not like New York slices. They're smaller dare I say, personal pies to begin with. So one or two slices, you got to give me the whole pie. I need the whole thing. Thin crust, right? And then if I want a sandwich, you know, if I want a salad, I'm definitely, listen, you can keep the salad, okay? If you're running around a cruise ship at 4.30 in the morning or 3.30 in the morning looking for food, I don't think the salads are going to be a big hit. I don't think you're going to have to worry about stocking up the salads too much. So that's just uh, what it is. I don't know how it's going to affect things. It was very, very nice to be able to just roll into the Lido buffet, not wait in any line, serve yourself, and, you know, like I said, take care of some, you know, it's not good to just go to bed with a bunch of booze. That, That creates a rough morning. But if you get a little food in you, it helps out. All the people that are uh, normal day walkers are <laughs> tuning out right now saying, oh, who the heck needs to drink all that and eat it at 4 in the morning? Listen, some people do. Listen, no judging. This is a no judging party. This is a no judging party.
podcast. C-Day brunches, guys. We all know Carnival C-Day brunches. They kind of revolutionized the game with those C-Day brunches. I mean, where else can you go? How am I not going to have? Ever since Carnival started doing C-Day brunches, I won't eat another piece of French toast without a bunch of Fruit Loops stuck to the side of it up and down the walls of the piece of French toast. That's it. Okay? They've changed the game. C-Day brunches for Carnival have changed the game. But the thing is, they used to always go to 1 o'clock. They changed it up on us. Now they're only going to be available until noon. Now they've done the research. They looked at the demographics. They see the amount of people that come in and out. Now I was probably most likely one of those guys who came in between 12 and 1. Apparently, I'm in the minority because most people were out of there by noon anyway. So their researchers told them that it doesn't make sense to keep it open for that extra hour. And they're shutting down the C-Day brunches at noon. Again, disappointing. Yeah, only because they're telling you they're taking something away. But when you really break it down, how disappointing is it? It's manageable. Manageable level of disappointment. All right, you guys know what Ocean Plaza is? Ocean Plaza. This is an open area on mostly the Dream and the Vista class of ships. It's an area where they'll do some live music. You can go in. You can dance a little bit. You can relax. They'll do some karaoke. You'll see some of the featured, I guess, solo entertainment or a couple of piece bands. It's a nice place to be. It usually... It, 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 it opens up. It's an area where on the deck where, you know, deck five or six, where they have a lot of the entertainment. You walk down the hall, and then it kind of opens up to the entire width of the ship, and then it opens up, and then you can kind of be on either side of the promenade, and there'll be, like, the hot tubs out there. It's just a very, very comfortable place to be. Like I said, Dream or Vista class ships. I think they have it on Carnival Sunshine as well. Well... There used to be some snacks that were there during breakfast and lunch. They'd put some snacks, some, you know, grab-and-go type stuff, maybe mini sandwiches, maybe some nachos, and uh, they used to have those there. That's going away. They're not doing that anymore. It sounds like they're really just trying to control the amount of food that they're parting with. Make no mistake, Carnival Cruise Lines, just like every cruise line, is extremely leveraged for cash right now. They've had to part with a lot of their investment uh, percentage points. They've had to do a lot. They've taken out a lot of loans. There's a bunch of... It's going to be, like I said, you're seeing it with the stocks right now. It's going to be a long road back while bookings are up, shore excursions are up, uh, day-to-day profit is actually starting to be in the black, but it's still... Look at look at all the the hole that they've they've put themselves in. Well, they didn't put themselves in it. They it was necessary. The pandemic put them in this hole, and they had to get very very creative from a cash flow standpoint to make sure that they were going to survive as a company. And I don't know is uh, this a, a move for efficiency? They'll give you a bunch of reasons. Is it because of it's just more efficient? They've done the research and they want to be more efficient, uh, or is it because they don't have the staff? Obviously, staffing is a concern across all industries right now. It's very, very difficult to find quality staffing. That could be it. Or is it that they just flat out have to save money? Are you going to get the straight answer from them? Not sure, but it looks to me like, you know, if you're going to tell me that this isn't partially to save money, I'm probably going to not buy into it. But at the same time, I also have to understand it. Okay, that's Ocean Plaza on a couple of uh, cruise uh, classes of cruise ships. Room service. They used to have a card you could fill out, put outside your door, so that your breakfast could automatically show up at your door in the morning. Now, you have to call. In this world where Uber this, Uber that, everybody wants to do business without having to talk to another human that they don't know. 
We have a lot of people. We have social media. We have people from our past that we thought we'd never speak to again. They show back up on social media. We have work. We have this. So we're all, all of us are overloaded with people, right? A lot of us are just done. We're not taking on new people anymore. Can we stop taking? So that's why we've gotten a lot of we've 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 gotten used to not having to talk to a dispatcher for a taxi cab. We've gotten used to not have to having to call a restaurant directly and try to, you know, to convey our detailed order to someone who's all obviously already busy and distracted. You know, it's just been like a like a like a like a like a touch of the iPhone. That's it. Now, what they've also done is this is this is the cruise ship version of that. You just check a couple of boxes and your breakfast is there. That's a very, very convenient thing that's going to go away. You know, I could tell you right now, I've never used it. I've always called. I could tell you also that the person on the other end of that phone, you know, they, they, they're not that interested in speaking to you either. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're like, what do you want? And then you might have a big order and they're like, okay, okay, anything else? Anything else? What else? No, we can't do that. No, we don't have that. No, that's sorry, that's not available. Yes, we're going to charge you for that. And then, you know, they, they, it's just what it is, you know? I don't know. Would you like them to be a little bit more pleasant? Yes, but again, you have to realize people are at work. I personally have a certain level of tolerance for anyone who's at work and is not blown away with sunshine who's not going to blow you away with sunshine while you're asking them to bring you things for free i get it you know when you're on a cruise ship again i always go by that rule there's a certain amount of people who are uh looking to get the hell off this ship at the end of this very contract then there's a certain percentage of people who are going above and beyond what they what they can do they're so happy and take such pride in their job that they want to blow you away with good service and then there's that middle third that is you know they're just doing what what they're doing what they're supposed to do they're not overwhelming you they're not underwhelming you with uh, overall get uh, 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 job performance but they're doing their thing they're they're giving you the I don't want to say the bare minimum I want to say they're doing their job appropriately they give you the smile they get it done but they're not like you know they're not anybody that you're gonna really think about once you're off the cruise my experience through the years is that those room service operators middle of the night early morning they are not the most pleasant they're usually in those lower thirds That just might be my experience. Who knows? But anyway, you can't fill out the card and get the room service to your room anymore. It is what it is. We're going to have to deal with that. Let's talk desserts. Now, desserts, they used to be able to have an option where you can get special occasion type items. If you have a birthday, you're celebrating an anniversary, you got a promotion, whatever, whatever it is for whatever you usually you used to be able to get a customized dessert that would be to the guests liking. This is going away. They're saying, listen, you're special. You're not that special. What we're going to do now is give you your little candle. We'll give you your candle. We'll even light it for you. But it's going to be on an already existing menu item for dessert. So we'll put the candles in. We'll bring it out. We'll make the big deal. But it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be a regular item. Cho- I don't know. The chocolate melting cake. Is it going to be able to... It's, it's, it's mushy inside there. Is it going to be able to handle the candle? We're rhyming out here like crazy. As of right now, the chocolate buffet 
on the last C day is also on hold. You guys know what it's like on that last C day. You're in the buffet, you're hanging out, and all of a sudden you see this gorgeous chocolate fountain of melted chocolate that can go on basically anything. One year I put it on my porterhouse steak. You know what I mean? Or not the porterhouse steak, the prime rib they cut up for you. Put a little chocolate sauce on there. Hey, Mexican Mexican culture, it's called mole, right? You could try it. I know I just uh, turned a bunch of people's stomachs, but hey, listen, try it anyway. No, but seriously, it was also, it was like a fondue thing. There'd be a, assorted cookies and cakes and things like that that you can put that chocolate on and have like this delicious chocolate sauce. It was like a chocolate extravaganza. It was kind of a way to say goodbye. It was like an extra accoutrement that they're going to give to you that, you know, like, listen, I like this. It's nice. They call it a nice touch where I come from. A little bit of a nice touch uh, to, to, to send you off. We know it's the last day. But, hey, here, this is a way to soften the blow that this is the last day of your cruise. What, the, what better way to soften the blow than with a little bit of chocolate? And that's what happened. They shut that down for now. I don't know. They say there's rumors out there that they might bring some of this stuff back at some point. But as of right now, it's not happening. Now, not food-related carnival. Here's what they've done, too, that is not necessarily, I don't know, I don't love this. They're also doing away with two of their most popular poolside events, the hairy chest competition and the belly flop competition. Now, again, I don't know. I know these things. What they're going to tell you is that sometimes some of them took a little bit of a, a left turn that would go in the direction of less family friendly but can we have something can we have something that's a little risque it's listen i'm not into seeing a bunch of guys with hairy chests on the little deck dance and show off their uh you know their their their, their the hair on their chest no but that what that would turn into was you know a little bit of a dance for the judges a little bit of a just a little comic relief is all it didn't go to the level of the comedy that's late night or the quest that happens. This is just a little innocent fun. You know, I know there's kids up there on the Lido deck. And I know every once in a while it did get a little out of control. With, you know, these guys are trying to impress the female judges. And they may do a little bit of a, 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 a sexualized dance for the purpose of damn comedy. It's just a joke. Can you imagine what some of these kids are seeing on TV right now? They all have access to the internet. This is, to me, this is very innocent stuff here. I don't know. I don't know. Again, Carnival knows what works for its bottom line. I totally do understand that. And they're going to make whatever moves that they need to make that are going to help their bottom line. And if they are going a little bit more in the direction of a family-friendly cruise line and they think that these events are the types of things that are are, are, are inhibiting them from being able to be as family-friendly as they like, I can't really knock them for it. But I'm disappointed to see these events go away. The belly flop competition, shout out to Austin Maxwell. Austin uh, showed a video of one of his savage friends. I mean, absolutely crushing the belly flop competition. Now, there's other rumors out there, Carnival saying that we were doing away with the belly flop either way. And it's because of a safety issue. But come on, are we really kidding? I mean, how many... I don't know how many lawsuits, how many belly flop lawsuits have you incurred? How many belly flop, uh, <laughs> how many, how many belly flop injuries have there really, really been? I think it's a bit of a. I think both of these are a bit of a a party pooper move, 
And yeah, Carnival, you have to realize that, yes, I get it. You're a family-friendly cruise line. You're going a little bit more in that direction. But you're the fun ship, too. Be the fun ship. Why are you not be? Why are you? Why are you taking away of the fun? You know, I'll trade these moves if you go back to the aft pool being adults only. Okay, I don't know what is Carnival doing. Is Carnival the cruise line for me anymore? I have been desperate to get back on a Carnival cruise. I'm going. I'm booked on a Carnival cruise December 11th. And that's on the Carnival Celebration. To me, that's less than a real old-school, old-world Carnival cruise and more of Carnival entering into its new family-slash-megaship, more of a Royal Caribbean-style cruise. And I'm okay with that because I think that the ship and the accoutrements on that ship are going to be so impressive that I'm going to love it anyway. But I still want to be able to get on the Carnival Freedom, the Carnival Miracle, the Carnival Conquest, the Carnival Sunshine, uh, the Carnival Paradise and let my hair down and get after it a little bit. I'm still looking for that. I'm still interested in that. I'm hoping there's a place on Carnival Cruise Line for that to be able to happen. And with these moves, I don't know. It's, um, it's, 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 it's. Seems like it's going away a little bit. Carnival does say that they have a host of options for games and contests that are on the way to replace these old reliables. We will see how it goes, I guess. Now, getting back to a little bit of fun for Carnival. Are you guys fans of beer? I'm a fan of beer. I've gotten into ever since uh, the stinted Crazy Uncle Mike's. And yeah, back at Bo- back in Boca, baby. Back in Boca Raton, I am going to have to step in at some point uh, and maybe revisit my crazy old Mike uh, stomping grounds. Crazy crazy Uncle Mike stomping grounds. You know, it's a, it's, it's a pretty... It's a crazy evolution. I used to go there as just an incognito customer, and I would talk to the staff, and they were good, and I always loved going there because, you know, they, they were a fun staff. They were allowed to drink a little bit on the job, and they would invite you to do the same. They would, you know, mess around with you. They'd bring you into the party, and uh, I always enjoyed it because of that. A little live music, good food, some good beer, homemade beer on site, and a fun staff that was fun to interact with. Then what happened? became part of that staff as a manager and uh, ended up being part of the fund directly. And that did last, I don't know, for the better part of eight, nine months. And then the pandemic hit, wasn't there anymore. They went down to a skeleton staff and I wasn't dialed in anyway. As I've told you guys, I was paying more attention to my DJ gigs in West Palm. I was paying more attention to always be booked. So I was definitely expendable. I wasn't married to the gig. It wasn't like I was doing my thing like I was on Long Island, taking ownership of the whole company. No, I was a shift manager and a a nice guy shift manager at that. And when I saw something I didn't agree with, I didn't necessarily jump in and try to change the world because I don't think that's what they wanted me to do. So then I became a customer again, just showing up here and there getting some beer, and it was the pandemic, so it wasn't really like you can kind of show up all the time, but I would be back, and I would get some drinks, and I would enjoy myself there, and it was just like a full circle kind of thing, you know, just kind of like phased out into the sunset, no more, you know, closing out shifts, no more counting the safe and this and that, it's, I'm just back to enjoy, and then I gotta maybe, you know, I I do have to um, see what it's gonna be like now, I'm gonna walk in there, and I'm going to sit down, I'm going to order my beer, and we're going to see what happens from there. And that's Crazy Uncle Mike's just up the road. We'll see what happens at that point. But 
getting back to the beer. Uh, in commemoration for this year's International Beer Day, Carnival is launching a new beer called the Parched Pig Lager. Carnival already has original brews out there. Their current lineup is the Thirsty Frog Caribbean Wheat. They have the Thirsty Frog Red. Uh, they have the Carnival Birthday Beer, which was a, a beer commemorating its 50th anniversary. They have the Parched Pig West Coast IPA, which I think that's my favorite. They have the Parched Pig Toasted Amber Ale, which is also really, really good. I like a good Amber Ale. And um, I've had most of them. They are not only delicious, I could also attest to the fact that they really do pack a punch. And like I said, no lightweight. Now, this one's a lager. This is going to be the Parched Pig Beach Lager. A lager is a type of light-colored beer that is produced from the bottom fermenting yeast. This is contrary to a regular ale, which is the top-fermented type of beer. Lagers are typically German, and uh, in the process, that's where they... They, uh, the, the yeast tended to sink more to the bottom in Germany for whatever reason. And uh, the bottom of the tank yeast fermentation is what's used to make the lagers. All right, so that's it pretty much this week for the cruise news. Let's get into the emails. Ladies and gentlemen, your emails have become a lifeblood of the show. And if you want to participate in the show, this is your opportunity. Send me an email, tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. No matter what it is, I will read you. Well, no, I shouldn't say no matter what, but... uh. <laughs> Within reason, no matter what it is, I will read your email on the show, and we will uh, have some fun with it. You know what I mean? Just, we love it. Like we're a great, a great example of this is the first email. It comes from Juan. Juan from Sacramento is always. I always love it when I get an email from him because he, he always contributes pretty good to the show. But again, like I said, your contribution is always welcome, always valued. And again, the show relies on it at this point. So please keep the emails coming. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. I am talking to you. Please do it. Let's not let's not rely on the other guy to send it. Let's not rely on the other girl to send it. Let's make sure that we're uh, – anytime you have a thought, anytime you have a, a question about cruising, a comment, anything, hit me up. Tommy at alwaysbebooked.com. Here we go. Okay. Let's two-point go. Yes, love it. Let's start with the theme song. Cones, no other cruise podcast has a host with the lyrical chops of our Tommy Boatrinks Casabona. Yes, I did write this myself. I'm kidding. No, I didn't. It's ridiculous how good the theme song is. Favorite lines, please don't blow my cover because I'm passing on the muster. Yes, thanks for giving us your ears through all the laughter and the tears. The first because skipping the muster is an ABB classic, and the second is because it has been five great years with you. There have been hilarious moments, mostly that, but you have also shared real pains and your life story. And in and it's and it has been nice to hear part of your journey over the time. Can you tell us a little bit about the 2.0 theme song, your writing process, the recording, and the producing process? In, he continues, in your 2.0 episode, you mentioned the reputation Hawaii has earned uh, going to sleep at 8 p.m. This is very true. You might recall I had a land-based, uh, I'm sorry, land-based Hawaii trips on my family's bread and butter. It is mostly Howie vacation. We just returned from two weeks in Maui. There is a place called Front Street. They had one bar that seemed to have a have club music every night we walked by, but it was a fledgling, desperate scene from what I could see from the street. That's nothing compared to 
Kawaii. Kawa, Kawa, Kawaii. How did, I'm sorry. <laughs> Listen, some things change and some things stay the same. I will continue to butcher the pronunciation of various exotic destinations throughout the world. Kawa, Kawaii. Kawa, Kawaii. Uh, the second the sun goes down, crickets. And that's just how we like it. Oh, cruise related. We did see the Pride of America in port two separate times. I think the group near our group cycling down the Halakalila was a cruise ship excursion. We often see that ships come to port when we are on Kauai and do our own excursions adjacent to the cruise people. I would be curious to cruise that ship considering that it is a mostly American cruise. Anyway, maybe that's how you can get your nightlife if you visit Hawaii. Just go nuts on the ship every night. Cones, if you haven't checked it out yet, go watch the Virgin Voyages commercial with the kids singing along. Hilarious. Tommy, I linked it below for you. Honestly, just play the song on the podcast. It's hilarious. You can give us your commentary. Your conversation with Sandy was excellent. Sandy, you did an amazing job. Your research was clearly thorough, but your conversation with Tommy was just a totally natural conversation. Just two people talking. Well done. I like the idea. Finally, Tommy, on your next Carnival cruise on the first sea day, just go down to the Lido pool, pass out a bunch of green cups, then shout out that you are hosting the belly flop contest. Corporate bigwigs be damned. You can host a great impromptu contest. Cones, ABB is back, baby. Juan from Sacramento. P.S. Tommy, tell us a quick version of the New York Exodus. Okay. Juan covers a lot, as he always does. Uh, First and foremost, the song. The song, I knew I wanted to make it different. Of course, I love the first song. The Zac Brown-themed, All Aboard and Welcome, It's About to Be On, Grab a Couple of Cones, you know, all, all that stuff. I like it. I like it, and I was very, very proud of it. How the process goes for that is that I just find the beat that I like. I kind of produced that beat. I did. I looped in the Zach Brown thing. And then I came up with some lyrics, ideally with some nuances to the show. And then I put it out there. Uh, then I find a guy who uh, I found him on Fiverr, but now he's my guy. I just go directly to him, and he is amazing. Does a great job. I mean, I couldn't believe the last one. So the first one was pretty basic, but really good. I know you guys liked it. I, I, I appreciate all the good feedback for the uh, initial Always Be Booked theme song. I wanted to switch it up. Since it is ABB 2.0, I wanted to make sure that we added a little little bit of a different twist. And if you're going to add a little bit of a different twist, you can't really uh, you know, digress or regress. You got to come with something strong. So I definitely felt like the lyrics were more complex. The beat I freaking loved. I did like a three-day search for the perfect beat, and I thought this was like a real good feel-good song. I've gotten a lot of people say uh, different things. They thought it was like a little bit of like a old-school Harlem World Mace vibe, like a 90s hip-hop vibe. Uh, some people say it's a Chance the Rapper vibe. Either way, it's a feel-good beat. It's not none of this uh, you know, deep and dark and dirty, over-bass-driven mumble rap, even though I like some of that stuff. But you know, it's, it's definitely a little bit of a throwback vibe. And I wanted to... I wanted the lyrics to be substantial. I wanted to chock full every measure and every every line with good lyrics that were going to be thought-provoking. Uh, again, 
if you try to rap along to the previous one, right? If you know the words, you can do it. Now, this one is not, it's, it's not impossible. You could do this one too. And one, I'd love to hear you try. I'd love to, because the last one you nailed, one, uh, to no avail, tried to get something going a little bit where, you know, he tried to rhyme the opening theme song and he did it he did a good job but he couldn't get anybody else to try one you gotta you gotta admit that's a little bit of a tough ask you know a bunch of cruise fans to try their hand at rapping uh, now i used to try to delve into the rap world a little bit when i was you know in my early 20s and i had some fun with it so i know how to do it and then I, at least i think i know how to do it I think I know how to do it until I put it in the hands of someone who can actually do it. Now, I know these lyrics that I put together for this latest theme song, a little more complex, and I had a little bit more of a specific vision that I wanted him to, you know, the inflection you put on certain words, how one line flows to the other. I did do it for him. I wrapped my version of the song, did it in one take, sent it to him. And I was re- I was prepared. Oh, how many revisions is he going to give me? How many? How 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 much am I going to annoy him with? You know what? Say this a little bit louder, but then flow into this a little bit different. I'll put more of an emphasis on that. When I tell you he nailed it on the very first try, I guess you know. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. The guy's a pro. So uh, kudos to him. I think I wrote. I think I wrote a good theme song. I think I put it to a good beat, and I think he hit it out of the park with the execution. And hopefully, you guys do as well. Now, talking about Hawaii, it makes sense. I'm not mad at it. If things do shut down at like eight o'clock again, that took me a while to kind of like listen. This is what society has done in general. It has become more of a daytime thing. I think, you know, and I'm a single guy. And I like revelry and libations just as much, if not more, than anyone. More so than I should probably for my age, okay? But at the same time, I have to say, society has definitely uh, encouraged. American society has definitely encouraged the regression of maturity. You know what I mean? There's 50-year-olds out there who are you know, going away to summer camp. And you're seeing more... Uh, recreational things that normally would be enjoyed by children and teenagers, whether it's the, the the entire holiday of Halloween. I shouldn't be a party pooper, but I do notice that things are being catered more towards people not necessarily growing up. Now, this works in my favor, but at the same time, I do think it goes a little too far sometimes. But in terms of just day drinking and, you know, having a good time, I, I, I always, through most of my career, would like to reserve that for the nighttime and the neon lights and the moonlight. But, yeah, if you can't beat them, join them. So I have delved into a little bit more of the day drinking, a day partying, day leisure type of thing, especially when on vacation. So if that's what Hawaii is going to do and that's what Hawaii is, then you know what? When in Maui or when in when in Kauaiwiwi, when in those places, do as Kauaiwiwians do and just kind of enjoy yourself and is what it is. I appreciate, one, you giving me some accolades on the conversation with Sandy. I also think she did a really, really good job with that. She was very well researched and I'm so happy to have her as uh, uh, ill-affiliated with Always Be Booked and part of the Always Be Booked team. Um 
the Virgin Voyages commercial. I, I will at some point maybe try to pull that clip, but as I'm seeing this, I don't have it available right now. Yes, it is funny. They got a bunch of kids together to go on the Virgin Voyages commercial, and they saw they sang about how they were excluded from Virgin Voyages, and they even kind of alluded to a little bit of uh, child profanity. They said one of the kids, they were supposed to sing a, a implied bad word at the end of it. It was pretty funny. It was pretty well done. And yes, I'm just still wondering, are they going to be able to sustain uh, cruising as the industry as a whole? It's not totally family driven, but so much of the revenue overall has relied on the family experience. Now, Virgin Voyages is absolutely ignoring this. And they have two ships out right now with another one on the way. And this is going to be the great experiment, the great cruising experiment to see if Virgin Voyages can sustain while completely ignoring all things family. I'm hoping it does because you know what? As cruise lines like Carnival tend to, I guess, embrace or or lean into the family thing a little bit more, I'm going to want cruise lines like virgin out there so i can get away from that when i when i want to all right next email uh oh and the new york exodus by the way guys uh, the new york exodus i'll get into at some point i'm staying on cruise topic mostly for the first couple of shows this one's no different and uh you know i am diving into that in the patreon p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash always be booked I'm diving a little bit more into that type of stuff, my move, the New York exodus, the reason for the New York exodus, why I am why I did what I did, how excited I am to be back in Florida, and a lot of the recreational stuff. Non-cruising, as it pertains to Florida, is going to be more on the Patreon end of things. Hey, Tommy, what a show. I loved it. You've been out of the wilderness for a while now, but it really sounds like you've got your mojo back. I liked how you mixed that up a bit with putting Sandy on. She did a great job. Also looking forward to your interview shows. They sound good and definitely get Stu back on. I'd love to hear the Bachelor story. I haven't emailed you for at least a couple of years now, but I've listened to every show and felt the pain of your struggle trying to keep it going. I almost canceled there once, I knew once, but I knew you'd find your way back. You're a good guy, Tommy. Really hope ABB 2.0 works out for you. And that's from Phil. Phil, that's a great email. I appreciate that so much. And um, am I a good guy? I, I try to be. I don't know. Who, I guess that's subjective, but I do uh, appreciate the compliment, and I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, man, I don't know. The mojo's back. I don't know if it ever left. It's just a matter of if, if I had the time to de- dedicate to always be booked, and that's what I'm doing right now. I am all in 100%, and I, I totally agree. Like Juan said, Sandy did do a great job. The interview, if you hadn't had a chance yet to listen to the John Klaikowski interview, which was last Thursday, uh, I'm pretty proud of that, and I definitely thank John for doing such a good job job and being such a good guest and again when we use the word interview yeah isn't an interview i guess you could say it is but i'd like to consider it more of like a conversation a back and forth uh sort of like putting you in the perspective the point of view of a proverbial fly on the wall where you're listening to two people who have a passion for cruising a passion for travel communicating on a very very real and relaxed level that's what that's what i'm trying to do so but phil I appreciate you noticing all of that stuff. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, thanks for not giving up on the uh, super cone hood or mega cone hood, as, uh, as we like to say over on that end of things. Tommy, my wife and I took the quantum of the seas to Se- from Seattle to Alaska. 
Tommy, they are correct about the mountains and the elevation that you so much enjoy. Tommy, before I went on this cruise, I was like you, not very interested in Alaska. Now, since I've gone, I am completely the opposite. I think anyone who cruises needs to go to Alaska at least one time. It was some of the most beautiful scenery uh, I've been ever been able to see. Well, Caribbean did a great job when they created the music. Uh, I'm sorry. Royal Caribbean did a great job when they created the music hall and the 270 lounge with the Bionic Bar and the North Star. These are very good additions to Royal Caribbean ships. I took this cruise uh, because of an offer I had from UR Compt. They were able to get me a free balcony cabin for this cruise. I did great in the casino and won $2,400 jackpot. Talk to you very soon and cannot wait for Always Be Booked 2.0. Super Cone, AJ. AJ, thank you so much for the email. AJ has been around with Always Be Booked forever. And uh, yeah, what you say about Alaska is what most people say. I have zero doubt that Alaska is something that I'm eventually going to have to, you know, wrap my cruise resume around. And uh, the mountains, the elevation, all of that is so much to enjoy. I forgot who said it. If you're listening, say it. Let me know who who it was that said it to me. They said, when you go to Alaska, it's not only what you see. When you get out on that deck and you see those see the mountains and you feel the air, it's like breathing air for the first. I don't know if air can actually taste good. But someone said, when you breathe in Alaska, it's like breathing air for the first time. And I don't know what it's like to breathe in Alaska, but I can, I think that's probably a great way to verbalize that experience. So, um, but AJ seems to be a converted Alaska enthusiast. And I think that's awesome. Uh, also regarding the Royal Caribbean quantum class of cruise ships, again, um, slacking in that regard. I still have not been on a quantum class. Quantum class and dream class on Carnival are two classes of ships that I absolutely want to get on that have not yet. I've actually been on a dream class ship, but I haven't sailed on one. I've seen it. So that's a little, that's not nothing. So I've been there, but the North Star, I mean, I don't know. I'd probably be a little nervous in the North Star. I'm not going to lie. You're just on this uh, arm, basically. That's (laughs) I'm a baby when it comes to a lot of that stuff, but I'll do it. You know, obviously, uh, James Beam and uh, the, the, the the Grey Goose is probably going to help out a little bit when it comes to that, but I will do it. Uh, and then everything else, you know, the the 270 Lounge is definitely something I want to see. Uh, the, what else? The iFly is something, whether I do it or not, I don't know, but I want to check it out. Everything that comes with the most technological or the, or the, I think the Oasis class, the latter ships in the Oasis class have ended up matching the technology aspect of those early quantum class ships. But that was what quantum classes of ships were. That was their calling card in the beginning. We are the most technologically advanced brand of cruise ships that are out there. And uh, they probably still are. So AJ, I appreciate this, and I know that you are a big fan of the MSC Yacht Club, too. I definitely have to check that out, and you won $2,400 on a cruise. Man, you got to give us your secret. You got to tell us how you did it, and thank you so much for the email, AJ. Tommy, you made a point that I've never heard before from a vlogger or cruise expert when it comes to the solo cruising experience. It was not to discount the tw- it was not to discount the 20 minute conversation. 
When people who are trying to cruise solo for the first time worry about whether or not they will meet people, I believe that they are hoping to find people with whom they can act out an episode of Cheers with every night and or get turned inside out and upside down with in the club. I have done two solo and I have a third one booked. I could do a 15 to 20 minute conversation, although like you, I would be hesitant to initiate it. It's no commitment involved for the duration of the cruise. But if someone is trying to get me to join them in acting it on an episode of Cheers every night, I don't drink that much and would be totally uninterested. Take care, William. William is bringing up a very interesting point. I think what William is trying to say is that, you know, when you're on a solo cruise and whether you have a family, whether you have friends, whether you even necessarily need to cruise solo or not, I think the experience is worthwhile to take a shot at. William probably cruises with people and William also does solo cruises. But, you know, when you when you're walking around the ship, you know, I, again, not being the extrovert. And, and if you want to go back, I would recommend checking out a fun dive into solo cruising. It was a couple of episodes ago. And I wanted to give the perspective of a solo cruise from an, an, an I wouldn't say I'm an introvert, but I'm not an extra extrovert. You know, I have no problem starting up conversations. I wouldn't say I'm shy, but I also, I'm also not the person who has the confidence to walk up to people anytime, anywhere, and just kind of let them know. Like you see it all the time, especially in New York. New Yorkers are very brash. Long Island, everything. You see it all the time in the bars and restaurants that I run. You have these certain people that I am, in a way, sort of jealous of that they can just at any. It doesn't matter. It could be a family. It could be a a single girl. It could be a a couple it could be anything but they will just literally impose their will and oftentimes they're interesting and it ends up being a good conversation and everybody's walking away from it you know feeling good about the interaction but it's not my style what what you do is you just go there and what i do is kind of make myself available i'm there i'm talking to the bartender uh already exchanged with them because they can't leave (laughs) But then, you know, nine times out of 10, there's someone else there and they hear the conversation or you hear their conversation and a conversation develops from there. That's what happened. One of my favorite moments on the previous cruise that I had was the two German girls that I met at the uh, Tiki Bar, literally dark, dark of night Tiki Bar inside the port of uh, St. Martin. And that's exactly what happened. You know, we all just, and honestly, there were some drinks that night. So I can't exactly tell you the way it got started, but I was just there. And I started talking to the bartender. I had just walked back from the the Great Bay Beach boardwalk, basically. And I just saw them there. And yeah, I kind of gravitated towards where they were sitting. And next thing you know, we still communicate on Instagram. Um, shout out to Vienna, and we had a great conversation. We took we we didn't take pictures. That's that's what I regretted, and I had the headline because we drank, uh, you know, an American boy with German girls uh, on a French port drinking Irish whiskey. That's what, if I had it back. That's what I would have done. You know what I mean? That would have that would have been a funny little post there, but it is what it is. But I agree that the twenty minute conversation to where you don't have to commit, you're not claiming you're going to be best friends for the rest of the cruise. You may not even stay in touch at all, but just the the twenty minute conversation. And and oftentimes, if that's what your intention is to go into it, hey, I'm going to talk to these people and that's it. I'm not going to try to look for besties for the rest of the sailing. A lot of times, 
The result is you end up having besties for the rest of the sailing. It just happens organically and not in a forced way and a good rule in life, whether it's solo cruising, DJing, uh, party planning, uh, friend making, don't force it. Never, ever, ever force it. William, thank you so much for the email. You nailed it. And I appreciate the, uh, the opportunity for me to kind of revert back and, and consider some of those things that we talked about on that episode. I had a lot. Of, I really like doing that episode, the uh, fun dive into solo cruising. It was a fun dive. Next. Uh, hey, Tommy, I just wanted to send best, best wishes on the new start of ABB. Happy to see you're heading back to the K compound in Boca. My cousin lives in Boca right by Meisner Park, and I have been to Boca countless times to visit. She has one of she. <laughs> This is great. She has done the Jersey to Florida. Can't make up their mind. Family versus palm tree battle move. I think nine times now. I love that area. We vacation in Florida. So we used to make the drive every year. And I can still remember the route. Uh, Lewis Ferry to Delaware first night. What is that? Lewis Ferry to to Delaware the first night. Full travel day to Santa F- Santee, to Santee, South Carolina. Always a terrible day. Then finally, okay, I got you. So you're starting in Jersey. You take the ferry to Delaware, and then you take the full travel day to Santee, South Carolina, uh, and then finally down to Florida the next day. So you had your routine and your rhythm down that you would do, and uh, you, you know it becomes. Well, you probably still look back on Santee as a terrible day, you probably romanticize it a little bit right now like I do my drive. You know, when I'm in it, I love it, actually. You know, a lot of people say, why are you driving to Florida? Dude, I freaking love it. You know, it's a long haul, but I still do love it. Uh, Please keep us updated on your travels. The travels are done. Chris, we're here. We're set up. The office is in play. We got a lot going on and we got a lot to look forward to for always be booked. But Chris, thank you so much. I really, really appreciate the email. And that's about it. So I will end up with some housekeeping t- uh, for the for the uh, end of the show as well. I'll remind you about the Patreon one more time. Uh, always be booked on Patreon. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash always be booked. And you can get a show every single day of the week. You know, listen some days, don't listen other days. Maybe listen every day on the way to work. If, uh, you know, your commute sees fit, do it. Why not? Uh, It's definitely a great way to support the show and support the move. Again, I'm not going to be pushing this thing for us. I, I just wanted to. I know I came back strong with the with the Patreon marketing for this show. I will kind of veer away from that as the episodes go on. We have the Instagram always be booked. Please, please, please join the Facebook group. That's the thing I want to get back going. Very, very important. Get the interaction. Get the advice going. Get the ball busting going. Always be booked. Cruise and Travel Lounge. It is a group on Facebook. YouTube. I need those hours to view so I can get back into the monetization. And that's, uh, you know, always be booked on YouTube. Look out for that website coming, guys. I cannot wait for the website to drop. It's looking better and better every day. Yes, it is coming along a lot slower than I had hoped. You know, I, I got these guys working on it. I don't know what the hell's going on. It's like a telephone game. I think the I think I'm speaking to a salesperson. 
And I think everything that I give to them, they're relaying to their design team. So it's taken a little while. They gave me the backend login today. Now that's dangerous. I don't want to go in there and start undoing stuff, but eventually I'm going to have to, um, you know, I get myself well-versed on the program that's going to allow me to uh, do this stuff myself and update the back end of the website. But again, like I said, my goal was to have a website that was very useful and uh, there was a purpose for it. And I think you're going to find once I release it that I did just that. Anyway, I appreciate you guys listening. You guys are the best. Boat drinks, cones. There's a place where the boat leaves from. It takes away. I love your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Take one part sand, one part sea And one part shade of a nine-nine tree And the drinks are cold and the reggae is hot And I know this is the place for me Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You got worries, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Jimmy. Perfectly good island somewhere Well, I'll ride the boats and don't grab your coat You won't need it where we are going Get away to where the boat leaves from It takes away all of your big problems You could worry, you could drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the boat leaves from Pick me up Pick me up Pick me up Put me down down in the sand where it's cool Put me down And when I fall on my stool Put me down I'll just sleep there till morning comes round With sunshine ten ladies And pina coladas And Bob Marley songs that I'm playing There's a song in my ear That I want you to hear Soft tropical lips that are singing Get away where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You could drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the boat leaves from So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away All of your big problems You got worries You could drop them In the blue ocean But you gotta get away To where the So get away To where the boat leaves from It takes away I love your big problems You got worries, you can drop them in the blue ocean But you gotta get away to where the police from